Hi everyone, and welcome to the Mark Hastings Experience. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, a trilogy of films, uh, which is in fact the um, you could say the uh, the seventh, eighth, and ninth chapters uh, of a, a group of uh, films and stories uh, called the Skywalker Saga. And um, the three films that I'm going to be talking about uh, today are the what are known as the sequel trilogy uh, of the Star Wars films. Um, and they are episodes uh, seven, uh, The Force Awakens, uh, episode eight, uh, The Last Jedi, and episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. And um, I can honestly say, for, as uh being a fan of of Star Wars and many other uh film franchises and television franchises I don't think there are three films uh that divide uh the fan base uh of any fan base uh that there has ever been uh because honestly um the Force Awakens which came out in 2015 the Last Jedi that came out in 2017 and The Rise of Skywalker that came out in 2019 are heavily um, scrutinised, criticised and um, are considered by some of the Star Wars fan base uh, to be um, not as... Um, not as superior as the six films that preceded it, um, including the, the the so-called prequel trilogy, which consists of uh, The Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, and the original uh, Star Wars uh, trilogy of uh, A New Hope, and The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. And, um, but there, and there are some people who categorically just um have cancelled in their own mind uh even the thought that the sequel trilogy of films are a part of the uh skywalker saga they uh perceive the skywalker saga to take place from episode one to episode six some people have tried to rewrite um the sequel trilogy they've owned they've done their own treatment uh they have their own story ideas uh and however there are there are some who absolutely love the sequel trilogy um they 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 love all the uh the new things that were introduced the new characters um uh but however there there are some others who believe that it was just that uh, the filmmakers um, of the sequel trilogy, um, most notably the film uh, The Force Awakens, J.J. Uh, Abrams, who was the, the director, and also the, the co-writer with Lawrence uh, Cashdown and um, uh, Michael Arndt, um, they just basically... Uh, Remix, did a remix of the original uh, trilogy of Star Wars films and incorporated it all into one film and um, that's how some perceived The Force Awakens. I, on the other hand, um, I really didn't mind The Force Awakens. I thought it had a lot of uh, promise and I was so excited to see it when it first came out um, that... Uh, and I just thought this is this is a new beginning. This is a new uh, a new trilogy of films, and it it all started really really well. There was the the introduction of new 
actors to the um, a new ensemble of uh, actors to the Star Wars uh, franchise mixed with um, the the actors portraying the characters that we know. Uh, Harrison Ford returned, Mark Hamill, even if it was only for a couple of seconds at the end of the film. Carrie Fisher uh, returned, uh, but we also we also saw the introduction of Adam Driver as uh, Kylo Ren, uh, Daisy Ridley as the character Ray, uh, John Boyega as the character Finn, uh, Oscar Isaac as the character Poe Dameron, um, and also Andy Serkis and Domhnall Gleeson and Anthony Daniels returned, Peter Mayhew returned, Max von uh, Sido, um, uh was in the film and it, it really started out great and I, I didn't have a problem with it um, and there's a reason why I have not covered the sequel trilogy of films as I have as I did the original trilogy of films and also the prequel trilogy of films because to, to be honest for me I and I've I've held off. I wanted to talk about the sequel trilogy for a long time. Um, I've followed the opinions of many Star Wars fans on uh, on YouTube, and I really do value everybody's opinion. And um, I'm not sure if it's um, a generational thing. I don't I don't think it is, because some people uh, who grew up with a prequel trilogy that was their first trilogy of films. And then got introduced to the sequel trilogy, and they didn't have a problem with it. Um, and of course, the the original trilogy is one of the, um, you know, uh, universally um, loved trilogy of films. Um, some enjoy some films more than others, um, which is is their right to. Uh, but the um, to me, I just. And the reason why I've held off talking about the sequel trilogy uh, of the Star Wars films, episodes um, 7 to 9, is because, and why I haven't covered them individually, is because I just, ugh. As I say, I liked 7, I liked The Force Awakens. But when I saw episode 8, initially, I like many others took offence to um, to the direction that um, the director of um, uh, The Last Jedi uh, took. And um, it just, from the moment that I saw, and I know there's a lot of other fans who who uh, reacted like this from the moment that I saw Luke Skywalker, played by Mark Hamill, take his lightsaber and then literally throw it over his shoulder and throw it away as if it was nothing. I was like, "What the, f- you know, what the hell? What is this?" And it was so like, "Ugh, this is meaningless." And that was my initial reaction. And I know a lot of people were like that. And uh, Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, is on on record saying that, you know, he wanted to tell his own story, wanted it to be different. You know, he's he's a director who uh, likes to take risks. He likes to um, subvert um, people's uh, uh, opinions. And he doesn't want to give everybody, doesn't want to speed um spoon feed everybody but don't want doesn't want them to 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 know uh what's going to happen doesn't want them to things to be re- um uh repeated he he wants it to be he's one of those directors who wants to keep you in the in the dark and he want and then until at the end he reveals you know what's uh actually uh, the case, but and that that um, formula, that uh, type of filmmaking is great. I have no, um, I have nothing against that. It and I, I think you know um, some of the films he made, like Looper and Knives Out, 
great films. And as I say, you you can you can make those films great, but when it comes to Star Wars, uh, I just think fans of Star Wars have come to expect certain tropes and certain things, and you can't you got to forgive them for that. They they don't expect. I mean, don't um, you don't have to uh, make it repetitive. You don't have to show like in the Force Awakens. You could argue that, um, as some people have argued, that it was just, as I say, a remix, just uh, retreading old ground, like um, the introduction of Kylo Ren. Um, uh, he was just kind of like a clone, not literally a clone, but he was just trying to be another Vader, and you had this character, Ray, who um, uh, seemed to be able to feel the force and and because uh jj abrams is uh he he himself uh doesn't like to he doesn't like to reveal everything straight away he likes to tease his audience he likes to keep mystery uh as a part of um his directing style and his writing style he you know he the, the mystery box uh is something that he has put into a lot of his films, a lot of his TV shows, um, and that's great. Really, is great. Uh, but I, I just think that some of the um, some of the choices by J.J. Abrams, who I I really respect as a director, and a filmmaker, and a writer, and a producer, I really do like the guy. And Ryan Johnson, yeah. Great director, but I think when it came to Star Wars, they really dropped the ball on um, the sequel trilogy. And um, it is sad because this the sequel trilogy uh, is, I think, the thing that has um, has divided the, the fan base, the um, rabid fan base of, uh, of Star Wars. Uh, because some people, <clears throat> excuse me, as I've said, they love the sequel trilogy. Some people hate the sequel trilogy. They even, they, they don't believe that it's canon. They don't believe that it's, uh, it's something that should be taken seriously. Um, and if you know Star Wars fans, they take, real Star Wars fans take the story of the Star Wars films, TV shows comics novels very seriously and i think it's telling that um jj abrams recently did a uh did an interview for uh um esquire magazine i think uh in which he admitted that um disney didn't have a real plan when they made um the sequel the star wars trilogy um and he, this is exactly what he said. He said, I want to be honest with you. I feel uh, for J.J. Abrams. This is the, um, the, the, the person who wrote the article on um, Esquire, um, for Esquire.com. Uh, so I, I, I feel for J.J. Abrams. The guy's been through a lot since he signed on to direct 2015 to Force Awakens. Like, I don't know, the wrath of Star Wars fans. Remember when Abrams subtly dissed Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi and faced a week of internet shame for it? Then, of course, the man had to swoop in to direct the Skywalker saga's final film, The Rise of Skywalker, when Lucasfilm booted Colin Trevorrow to the curb. That movie met with a big meh at best. Now, if I were J.J. Abrams, no one asked, but writing it anyway, I would either one own the hell out of every single decision I made involving any star and every war, or two, never ever talk about Star Wars again. That said, Abrams is doing something in the middle of those two options. In an interview with Collider, excuse me, he did the interview with Collider.com, uh, timed to the 10th anniversary of the criminally underrated Super 8, which is a great film, Abrams talked a little bit about the planning of the 
Skywalker saga or lack thereof. If you're unfamiliar with the <coughs> excuse me, the carousel of directors behind the final trilogy, the original plan was to have Abrams direct The Force Awakens, Ryan Johnson direct The Last Jedi, and Colin Trevorrow direct The Rise of Skywalker, with each director putting their own spins on the series. With all the changes behind the scenes, the final product didn't exactly resemble a seamless narrative. Just look at how Abrams put it. There are projects that I've worked on where we had some ideas, but we hadn't worked them, th worked them through enough. Sometimes we had some ideas, but then we weren't allowed to do them the way we wanted to. I've had all sorts of situations where you put things in a certain way and you suddenly find yourself something that's 180 degrees different. And then sometimes it works really well and you feel like, wow, that really came together. And other times you think, oh my God, I can't believe this is where we are. And sometimes when it's not working out, it's because it's what you planned and other times when it's not working out it's because you didn't have a plan um, and he went on to say uh, you just never know but having a plan I've learned in some cases the hard way is the most critical thing because otherwise you don't know what you're setting up you don't know what to emphasize because if you don't know the inevitable of the story, you're just as good as your last sequence or effect or joke or whatever. But you want to be leading to something inevitable. And uh, yeah, he gave that um, interview to Collider. Uh, just say that again. Uh, but I just read um, the article as it was reported in Esquire uh, on Esquire.com. But suffice to say, even J.J. Abrams admits that there wasn't a plan, which every every Star Wars fan who uh, knows the sequel trilogy and who has seen the sequel trilogy many times will, will tell you that. It's, it's evident. It's obvious. And it, there doesn't need to be a, um, a set plan, but I just think... They needed someone, a producer, a director, someone uh, going along there to point out continuity. Um, because continuity of story and characters and things. And I'm sure that at Lucasfilm and at Disney there, there are some very competent people, Star Wars experts, who know Star Wars back to front a lot better than I do. There are some Star Wars fans that know every detail about every character, about every planet, about every civilization, you know, who who could have advised, could have gone through a script and uh, the script of, for example, The Last Jedi and said, if you do this, then you're going to piss some people off. Uh, all gone through, they, they should have had, and everyone, um, I'm sure even the fans of the, the sequel trilogy will agree that there should have been a plan. J.J. Abrams agrees. I'm sure Ryan Johnson would agree, but he was just, you know, he just wanted to make his own film. Um, and, he, and it's not his fault, in a way, because he was let to do what he wanted to do with his film. He had the final say, and, um, you know, he told the story that he wanted to tell. And, but the way that he did it really was just, for some characters, was just so uncharacteristic. Um, but I'm going to admit, I I have a, a lot of, optimism i'm very hopeful and i always think that just because you saw something once and you hated it or you didn't like it or it left a bit bad taste in your mouth doesn't mean that when you go back to it it's going to give you the same you can have the same reaction sometimes you do sometimes you don't 
Um, sometimes if you watch something or you, you know, you have a meal or you eat something or whatever, you go somewhere, you see something, over time something grows on you. You become more, uh, the more you exposed you become to it, the more uh, you get to see, you, you see more of the good parts and you just automatically disregard the, the bad parts, the parts that don't make any sense to you. And I'm someone like that. And I, I, I decided to go back over the sequel trilogy. And because I'm not like some Star Wars fans where uh, they just go, no, that's it, it's, that's it, it's gone. And I'm, I'm, I really, I'm not against people like that. I think everyone's got their own opinion. You're not supposed to like everything. Not everything can be universally loved just because it's got Star Wars. It's called it's Star Wars um, trademarked, you know. You know, there are individual episodes of individual series that are not well liked. Uh, there are some of the... Some people have never seen the, some of the animated series. Some have only seen the live action um, some love the, the animated series, like the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch and Star Wars Resistance and, um, the Reb Star Wars Rebels, which are great, uh, series. Uh, but even in those series, not every episode is, you know, uh, universally loved. Everyone has their favourites. And the same goes with, um, films in any, uh, film franchise. Um... But yeah, so every every now and again, probably every six months in my my case, I think to myself, and you maybe usually around uh, May the fourth, you know, around Star Wars Day, uh, I'll just say, right, I'm gonna watch all nine of the films. And um, earlier this year, I went uh, from Episode One all the way to episode six i watched them in in order and i spoke about them in individual episodes on um on the podcast and i spoke about uh went through the story what i said what i liked what i didn't like and then i had a thought to myself i thought do i continue with the sequel trilogy and i ummed and i ahed about it and i thought nah, maybe i'll do it one day maybe uh, but I've left it a long time. And then the other day, last week, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to watch them all. From episode 7, The Force Awakens, to The Rise of Skywalker. Knowing in my mind that all the things that I didn't like, that I didn't like initially, and all the things that I haven't liked since I watched it. Because I'm an optimist. I always think... I always think to myself... Even if I've got... I'm staunch in my opinion. There's a possibility that my mind could be changed. You know, I just... I could be having one of those days... When I just watch something and I think... You know what? It wasn't that bad. You know, I was entertained. Or... You know. So, I watched The Force Awakens. And... I've watched it loads of times by now, uh, and it's 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 watchable. It's good. Of the three, it's my favourite. Uh, Ray, yes, yeah, good character. You know, mysterious character. Who is she? Where does she come from? A lot of potential with um, Finn. Uh, you know, an ex uh, stormtrooper. Um, Played by John Boyega. Great character. Yeah, I was really looking forward to see where they would take him. You know, it was alluded to that he would become a Jedi. Um, and, um, yeah, Poe Dameron. Um, played by Oscar Isaac. You know, uh, brand new flyboy. Uh, you know, ace um, X-Wing uh, pilot. Great. You know, the, the introduction of the new droid, BB-8 great you know more than merrier um carrie fisher great to see her back um harrison ford 
great to see him back one last time. Um, you know, it was it was, uh, and um, you know, unfortunately, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen uh, the Force Awakens, but Harrison Ford, uh, Han Solo, his character, dies in the film. He's killed by, um, he's killed by Kylo Ren, his own son, the son of Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia. And he does this because he is under the influence of a, uh, of, um, character, um, called, uh, Snoke. And he's corrupted, uh, Kylo Ren, he's turned him to the dark side, uh, and now Kylo Ren is walking the path of the dark side and he has a, a red lightsaber and he's dressed in black he's he's uh, wearing a mask you know he wants to be the next darth vader basically uh and knowing everything that comes after i can still enjoy the force awakens for what it is and just think you know there are some great moments in it some moments i wish they hadn't done but maybe harrison ford wanted to leave the franchise um he wanted to go out you know he wanted to be killed off um you know which is is fine it's up to him um and they were introducing these new characters great then you get to the end of the film you see uh ray go to meet with luke skywalker famed jedi knight played by mark hamill who's now older um, who has spent his time uh, on the planet uh, Acto now, um, and uh, then it ends. He uh, Ray goes to hand uh, his former lightsaber to him. Then it ends, you know, and you just think it's a great film. Yeah, good film. Then the next day, I watched the Last Jedi, and I knew. And every time I watch it, I think, oh no, it's, what am I doing? Why am I watching this? I'm just going to hate it, you know. So, but then I thought, no, 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 come on, give it another chance, another chance. So I watched it, and I saw that scene right at the beginning. Uh, well, the first scene is where um, the Resistance fighters are... Um, being led by um, Leia, are being chased by the First Order, who are basically the now the new Empire, uh, um, a new incarnation of the the, the Galactic Empire, um, and um, you know they're being chased by uh, this Dreadnought, and they have to take out this Dreadnought uh, before it attacks the resistance fleet and the resistance fleet is uh running out of fuel and then it turns out that the the first order can track them and you know and then we get to the scene where uh it picks up from the the last film where ray is trying to hand over luke skywalker's old lightsaber to him uh which of course used to be his father's anakin skywalker's lightsaber and he takes it and then whoosh, he throws it over his shoulder. And I was like, yep, there it is. But then, knowing what was going to happen next, I just thought, hang on, just hold on. And the more I watched, the more I started to think about who Luke Skywalker is now and how much people can change, you know, in 30 years character when they have these experiences they have their faith tested uh you know they have their the faith that they put in other people they they they, they make mistakes people make mistakes and luke skywalker he's not immortal he had his hand cut off and he's human within the star wars universe galaxy galaxy far far away 
So that means he is not infallible. He is human, which makes means he can make mistakes. And I think a lot of people had a problem with the way Luke Skywalker was portrayed in the film, mainly because it went counterclockwise to how you people perceive Luke Skywalker to be. You know, he was the hero of the, the, the original trilogy of films, you know, hopeful, always optimistic. You know, he never, he thought he even he could turn Darth Vader from the dark side back to the to the light uh and turn him return him to who he used to be anakin skywalker luke skywalker and princess leia's father biological father <coughs> excuse me uh so he had a lot of hope but i can tell you from real world experience and i think a lot of people can attest to this not everybody stays the same and you can't expect a character, even a fictional character, to stay the same. You know, over 30 years or whatever it's been since the the last film. People go through bad times and they get changed. And, you know, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi, he is struggling. He's been through bad experiences. He's more grizzle, grizzly. You know, he's got a long beard. He's He wants the Jedi to end. He even says, it's time for the Jedi to end and he's on a planet octo which used to be um a place sacred to the jedi i think it was the site of the first jedi um shrine or something like that so i was thinking about it i was thinking oh yeah luke skywalker he's not like he was before but hey who are who else is the same as they were 20 year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you go through these times, you're going to get, you're going to think, why? Sometimes you can have, you can have good days, you can have bad days, some days you go through something really testing, really horrific, really bad, you can think, why? Why? Is it, is it worth it? Is it worth fighting? And anybody, any character, any hero has a test and it's not always you know it's not always rainbows so the, and the more i watched the more i start started to think i started to feel more for luke skywalk and think uh well he's been through a bad time obviously you know his his nephew uh um ben solo who was Ben Solo, who now calls himself Kylo Ren. Uh, you know, Luke had a, a vision. He feared that Ben Solo would become evil. He would um, turn to the dark side. And, you know, then Luke Skywalker, uh, we see in the film that he's, you know, he he looks as if he's, he's going to kill Ben, and Ben takes this the wrong way. But, you know... Um, He's already been, in comics, it's been already been referred uh, or implied that, uh, and shown actually, that Kylo Ren was already being manipulated in some way by um, by uh, Snoke, this character Snoke, um, who, uh, as it turns out, um, is a clone that was created by Chancellor Palpatine. And he was put in place to to um, lead this new First Order so that they could basically start up the Empire again. Uh, just uh, in, a, in a new, just given a new name, basically. So instead of the, the, the Galactic Empire, it's now the First Order. So, you know, same, same, they've just changed the... Uh, Change the label on the tin, but the the content's still the same. Um, so yeah, I was watching the film and I was think and I was looking and I was wondering about all the things that I never liked before, and I thought, oh, they're not too bad. It's not as bad as I thought, and I, I really did think that. You know, when they went to the the casino planet, that was I thought, why are they doing that? 
you know, did they really need to go there? You know, like a lot of people and Luke Skywalker, did he have to be as he was? Uh, but yeah, I think he did need to be like that. He, you know, he was so gruff and he, he was pushing Rey away and even though she wanted to be trained as a Jedi and he didn't, he wanted the Jedi to end and, you know, he must have had a great, I was thinking, he must have had a good reason. He was th inside, he must have been, because he cut himself off from the Force as well. And he must have thought, oh, I've got to do this. I just don't, I can't go on. And, you know, everybody goes through that. And I'm sure there are Star Wars fans maybe listening to this out there and thinking, no, that's not Luke Skywalker, you don't understand. That's not him. But, and I, I would have agreed but before, because I honestly, when I first watched The Last Jedi, I hated it. I, I, oh well, I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. But I watched it again recently for probably about the tenth time. And I could see how and why Luke Skywalker would become this bitter, grizzled, beaten, defeated man who. At the end of the film, he does realise that he's made a mistake. He realises he made a mistake. He turns up um, in some way, shape or form to try and help the resistance and his his sister to get away. So they're not completely decimated by the First Order and by Kylo Ren. And he turned up, you know, he didn't turn up physically. He turned up, he... he uh, executed a, a mental projection of himself to this uh, this uh, salt-covered planet, uh, which was uh, a base of um, uh, the Rebellion uh, many years before. Um, so, and, you know, he turned up and he, 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 he did what he set out to do. He wasn't there to go and fight Kylo Ren. He was there to, you know allow the resistance to get away, allow his sister to to live. And there's a scene in The Last Jedi where um, the main uh, vessel of the resistance is attacked and uh, Leia um, is blown out into space. And then she has what is called her Mary Poppins moment where she is seemingly dead and then she opens her eyes and then she uses the force seemingly to return her back to a part of the ship that um, was not destroyed and a lot of people see that scene and they they roll their eyes and they they they, they think that that is the definition that sums up this film the last jedi in one that it's just unbelievable but in all of the films, we get to see different Jedi, different powers that Jedi and Sith can use by using the Force. You know, this um, energy field that binds um, and the, the entire universe together. And some people who are strong with the Force can manipulate the Force in some ways that others can't. Uh, some can perceive the future. Some can... Uh, you know, everybody has their own interpretation of the Force in the Star Wars franchise. So, and I was watching it, I was thinking, at that scene, the so-called Mary Poppins scene, and I thought, oh yeah, that's the scene that everybody universally, mostly, not everybody, some people are, you know, like all of the sequel trilogy. But then I was watching it, I was thinking, well, you know, maybe Leia... She created a force force field around her and she was able to stay alive because she is strong with the force as are all of the Skywalkers. Every um, The Skywalkers from Anakin Skywalker to Luke Skywalker and Leia, they're, they're strong with the force. You know, they can use the force in ways that others can't. Uh, so I was thinking to myself when I was watching it just recently, I was thinking, well, maybe Leia, you know, she's... She's got her, she's not like everybody else, and other people might have died, you know, in the vacuum of space like that, but she's strong with a force. Maybe she created this 
uh, this subconsciously created this bubble around her that um, kept her from from dying and you know and I, and you know and she woke up and she was she uh, just uh, subconsciously just um, returned as uh, and was able to be taken to a medical lab and you know treated until she could regain her faculties. So I you know I was given all these internal explanations as to why these things were happening and I thought you know what it's not that bad it's not as bad as I, I remembered um and some people might say oh you know you're just making excuses you know you're that th that wasn't the intention you know it wasn't spelled out but sometimes you have to create your own you have to give your own explanation in lack when there is no clear explanation as to what's going on uh so yeah I, and i got to the end of the film and as i say, i watched all of the scenes everything from when they went to ray and uh, kylo went to the throne room and snoke was was killed uh and kylo ren decided to take control of the first order and he he wanted to rule the galaxy with ray and they it was revealed in the in the film that they have this force dyad between them, which allows them to share not only memory feelings and they're not only, they're able to share things within a bubble between the two of them. This uh, um, this medium between the two of them, this uh, that allows them to to uh, be connected in in a way that has been hasn't been seen with the Jedi among the Jedi or force wielders for a great deal of time. They have a force dyad, which means they're uh, intertwined and connected in a very deep and profound way. That's great, you know, that's introducing new things, new um, ways of looking at the force. Um, great. And I thought, you know, it's not that bad. Ryan Johnson, he didn't do too badly. You know, there's some things that maybe i wouldn't have done with luke skywalker but i can understand now with hindsight and thinking about it why luke skywalker would be the way that he is and even though everybody would want luke skywalker to turn up in person and use his lightsaber and fight against kylo ren you know that's not what he wanted to do he didn't want to he you know tried to he wanted to stay away from the force and the jedi and he just you know Maybe that's uncharacteristic of him, but, you know, and I, and I know that Mark Hamill has stated, he did state at the time, that he was not impressed with uh, Luke Skywalker's arc in the film, and he, he didn't like it. Uh, so, yeah, I left The Last Jedi, and I thought, yeah, it's not perfect, but it's watchable. Watchable. Great. Fine. Okay. Now. The next film, the one that I was most worried about, and I thought, and I really wanted to, to like more than any, was The Rise of Skywalker. The last film that has been released that came out in 2019. And I had a lot of problems with this film, as some people did. And I watched it, and there are some parts that are watchable um but this film has a lot of problems for me and i think they i'm not sure that if it was the death of carrie fisher um that created a lot of the the problems in the film um and rest in peace to carrie fisher you know she was a great uh, actor but she created an iconic character in princess leia and she's much loved and she she um you know she's amazing amazing actress but in the, this film uh, i know she they had to she died before um before the the film um finished principal photography but and i i, I just think they would have been better off um maybe i mean 
it was I'm glad that they featured her in the film but the the story is just I just couldn't I I just don't like it you know Kylo Ren you just see him fighting amongst on this planet and you're thinking where is he there's no explanation where he is he finds this device there's no explanation what it is and the next thing we know he's traveling to a planet called Exegol and he's discovering that Palpatine is alive uh he's now in the body of a clone there are star destroyers in numerous uh star destroyers that have been built uh to execute this so-called final order and and i was like oh no and i just thought no it's just i, I just can't it, it it really does itself a disservice the story of the film it doesn't explain anything uh as well as it could have done and it just jumped and a lot of criticism of the film i remember at the time was that it jumps from planet to planet from place to place and it's just going from one setup to another to another to another and that's how i thought watching it and i just thought oh and yeah and then as it continues you know you uh, it's revealed that palpatine is alive somehow and just think well so he didn't die at the end of return of the jedi uh so you know it just oh yeah I, I just couldn't and then i thought no 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 there's some good parts in it just keep watching keep watching and there are some good parts you know that um ray um and um and kylo ren they have this you know there's this love-hate relationship i guess you could call it you've got poe dameron uh you know he's wanting to help the resistance in any way he's a great act great actor oscar isaac and um john boyega great actor but i just think he wasn't given a lot to do in the film as much as he could have done and um uh kelly marie tran i just think she was sidelined um and billy d williams i think he wasn't given as much as he could have done and um daisy ridley she's a great actress and oh it was just in comparison to some of the other films of the franchise the star wars films the dialogue was not great the setup there's oh there was so much that irritates me about the rise of skywalker and and i, I hate to say it because i know and i really really want to like the film but there is just so much that goes unexplained that you just have to accept that this is happening you know and i know it's only a it's only a film but you know, you want some kind of, um, some kind of narrative that makes sense. Um, and there are some parts of this film that just don't make sense at all. Um, but the main problem I have with the film is the ending. I just think, and I'm, I know there are a lot of people who, who love the connection, love the, they see it as a love story between Kylo Ren and, and Ray, and bringing Kylo Ren back from the dark side, and so that he can once again become Ben Solo. But you know, forget the fact that he killed his father. Um, he's, you know, you know, he's just. But yeah, he was manipulated as a character. He was manipulated, but yeah, it, it, and and then at the end. As I say, Ray and Kylo, after they've killed Palpatine, who is um, hoping to restore himself, he's hoping that Ray will strike him down so that he can transfer his essence into her and she can become Empress um, Palpatine, Ray Palpatine, because it's been revealed that in, uh, that Ray is the granddaughter of Palpatine and her parents were clones of Palpatine 
who had a child and left her um, uh, for her to be sold to uh, as a as a as a slave, and she she left to um, live on her own for a great deal of time until she was discovered, and she ran into Finn. Um, and she was brought into the resistance and and this is all of course we saw this in the force awakens but and then but then as i say my main problem is right at the end of the film the rise of skywalker and she's there with now ben solo who has somehow he found his way back to exegol um he helped ray defeat palpatine and then they Ray seemingly dies. Um, she, uh, as she calls out to other Jedi within the the galaxy, some that are alive, some dead, uh, not really explained. And then she dies. And then uh, Ben Solo uh, revives her. He force heals her. Uh, Remembering how Ray force healed him uh, a couple of scenes before when she stabbed him with his lightsaber after she was trying to uh, find a way to uh, find out what was going on with the Wayfinder to try and find a way to Exegol and, and, ugh, yeah, and then they, they kiss um and then kylo ren sorry ben solo dies and i'm sorry but i just <laughs> every time i see that i just roll my eyes and i think oh my god is is that and i oh, don't hate me for saying this but i just thought is this what it's all been about the the whole trilogy and even though it's been admitted there wasn't really a plan but was the intention that these were just these two characters, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, and Ray, were just it's just a love story, and that everybody else, everything else that happened in between, is just you know filler, just to get them to Kylo, Ben Solo, and Ray to get together at the end and kiss, and then. One brings the other back from the dead, and then the other dies. And then, after Ben Solo dies, Ray leaves Exegol. Does she take Ben Solo with her? I don't think so. That the body of Ben Solo, she gets in her X-wing, she uh, flies away. Um, then the Resistance fleet, who tr also found a way to travel to Exegol to defeat the First Order's. Or the last orders, the final orders, uh, star destroyers, uh, you know, were successful. Um, after this, Ray goes back to Tatooine, where Star Wars first began. She goes to the homestead where young Luke Skywalker grew up with his Aunt Brew and his um, uh, Uncle Owen. And right at the end of the film, this is, and then she takes Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber and Leia's lightsaber, and she buries them in the ground, in the, the sand. Then this uh, old uh, woman comes along and says, who are you? And she turns to the, the, the character and she says, I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker. Um, and then... She and BB-8 look to the to the horizon and watch the the sun rise, um, and or the sunset. I can't remember what it was, but and then it ends, and that is the end of the Skywalker saga. And watching it again last week. For the first time in a long time, I just thought, "Oh my God, what a waste!" And I and it brought back all the bad memories. I thought, you know, I'd I'd really 
thought to myself when I was watching The Force Awakens, oh, you know, it's not too bad. It's a good film. Then I watched Last Jedi and I thought, you know what? It's not as bad as I remember. It's not too bad. You know, could have changed a couple of things here and there, but not too bad. It could be worse. Then you get to The Rise of Skywalker and you just think, and I just thought, what is the, what, what was the intention? What was the intention? I mean, I know J.J. Abrams was more or less thrown in at the last minute because Colin Trevorrow's script had been thrown out and they had to start all over again. But, yeah, terrible. I really do think it was terrible. Bringing back Palpatine was a bad decision. Bad decision. Connecting Ray to Palpatine was lazy writing. They could have... They they should have just left her as an unknown, having no lineage to Palpatine or the Skywalker family. You know, she was she was portrayed and she was explained that she was a nobody in The Last Jedi. And why not keep her like that? I don't see a problem with that. Why is it that only the Skywalkers and the Palpatines of the Star Wars universe can be the most powerful? Why did she have to be connected to those? She didn't need to be. But if they, and I think if they thought that through, if they took the risk and just carried on the narrative that had been set up previous in The Last Jedi, then it would have been a better film. The dialogue was terrible in, in some cases. The the way that they, they used certain things, um, you know, MacGuffins, such as the, the Wayfinder, and um, was... Yeah, badly executed, I think. I think some of the characters were wasted. Um, and I think the way that Carrie Fisher, it, Princess Leia, you know, she, she reaches out to her son in the film and it's indicated that just reaching out to her, using all that that energy was what caused her to die, you know, trying to reconnect with her son. But, no, it, it, I, and I really hate to say it, but it's I can't take it seriously, uh, and I don't think it matches with either the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi. It's kind of like its own thing, and it really doesn't work. And um, and I, I really do, I feel sorry for the cast. I feel sorry for uh, Mark Hamill, who said he he liked this. His portrayal of Luke in this film, rather than the previous one, which you know is is good for is you know for him to say, but Adam Driver, you know, he should have continued to be Kylo Ren. He shouldn't need to be redeemed. You know, he'd done all these awful things. He killed his father. You know, you know, and I know that he was he could have been redeemed, but why he had to be in this so this this seemingly love story with Ray, I just don't know why. I, I think that they just fell on that and just thought, oh, this would be good, you know. This they, they had this. And, you know, for some, they may find it really touching, but I just think they could have done so much more with it. And I think it was... And Daisy, really, she's a great actor, but I think she was, as some people have commented, the character of Ray was overpowered from the beginning and if you think about it, if she was, she could have been intended to be connected to Palpatine. And she always had this, when you look through the, the, the sequel trilogy of films, she had this, you know, a draw to the dark side. So you might might be able to explain that. John Boyega is a great actor um, and had a lot of potential. And if he'd only have said that he felt the force or, you know, in the, in the, the, the Rise of Skywalker... Um, whereas he said to Ray at one point, oh, I've got something to tell you. And she says, well, what did you want to tell me? And he says, oh, I'll tell you later. And he never ends up telling her, you know. Um, yeah, really bad, really badly written. Some of these great characters were just wasted and uh, it's a shame. Um, but yeah, I, and I hate to say it, but yeah, I think to me, The Rise of Skywalker was the worst of the sequel trilogy. And um, I don't say that um, lightly or easily. And it's just a shame that the, the Skywalker saga ended like it, uh, like it did.
but yeah so i think i'm going to leave it there for now um i just want to say you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion and if you like the star wars sequel trilogy then um then good for you i'm glad i'm glad you do but uh yeah but um thank you for listening i hope you like what you heard and may the force be with you If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form, uh, you can go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon